Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is your host, Brandon Allen, and I am excited for another fantastic leadership and management podcast this week. And today I wanted to talk about an analogy that I shared at a recent workshop that I use quite a bit, but I've recognized that I don't necessarily talk a lot about this in my podcasts and different things. So the the concept is really, it has to do with what's the difference between working on your business versus working in it. And if you've ever read any books on business or entrepreneurship, whether it be E-Myth by Michael Gerber or anything like that, you've heard these concepts before. These concepts are not new, but I still get a lot of questions from people about, hey, what does it mean to work on my business? What does it mean to work in your business? And so to clear up some of the confusion and hopefully give you a helpful analogy around what this looks like, I like to use the entertainment industry as an example of what this looks like. And regardless, if you're a theater fan or a sports fan, you will understand this analogy. So think about this. Let's say that you're at a play. Let's say that you're at a sporting event. When you come to the show, you're there for the show. And all you want to see as a consumer of this entertainment is the show. I don't want to see the background people, I don't want to see the lighting guy's butt crack. I don't want to see any of that stuff. I just came to see the show. When I'm playing bat, you know, when I'm watching a basketball game or watching a football game, I just came to watch the show. That's what I want to see. And a good business lets people see the show and they don't let people see all the other things that go on around what that looks like. And so in a sports analogy, there's practice or in a theater you know realm there's practice and then there's the game and the practice part is working on the business the game is working in the business so regardless of what you do if you're a plumber if you're a chiropractor if you're a dentist if you're a consultant if you are a mechanic whatever it is that you are when you're fixing a car when you're fixing a patient's mouth when you're adjusting a back Whatever it is that you do, whether you're building a home, the work that you do is the show. That is the show that people came to see. And it's my job as a business owner to make sure that people come to a great show and that they get their money's worth for the service that we provide. And so as you think about this, you know, think about sports. When you think about sports and working on the business in sports, What does that look like? It looks like practice. It looks like the coach's game planning. It looks like the coach is communicating what that game plan is. It's analyzing film on opponents. All these different things go into the game and making sure that my team is as prepared as possible for the game that's about to happen. This is important. I created a course a while back called New Work Revolution. Uh, Really original name, I know based off of the name of my website and everything else. But New Work Revolution is all about doing the right things that create the right outcomes 
for your business that create more freedom, more certainty, and more confidence. So if you want more detailed information about the elements that I'm about to share with you, you can go to newworkrevolution.com forward slash NWR course, and you can register for my free course. It's a free course. You just need to put your name and email in there. I don't sell or rent or do anything with your name and information. It's completely confidential. Put your name and email in there, and you'll get access to my four-week course called New Work Revolution. So the elements of working on a business, number one is planning. Planning, which is systems, processes. It's what is the game plan for success? Some of this is the vision. Where do we want to go? Some of this is setting objectives. What do we want to do right now? And what do we want to make a priority? But planning is a big part of working on the business and making sure that our team is as prepared as possible for the show, for whatever it is that they have to do. Planning is essential. The second piece is new ideas and, and strategies. So if, if we don't adapt to the conditions of the market around us, then we're going to be in real trouble. So think about this in sports. If you don't come up with new game plans and new ways of doing things, pretty soon your opponent is going to start keying on what it is that you're doing, and they're going to make adjustments. And, and then what worked a year ago or six months ago is not going to be relevant today. So new ideas and strategies allow us to keep moving forward and adapting to the market conditions around us. This is so important for business owners to really get this concept down. The third thing is team coordination. I want to get everyone on the same page. This is about training. This is checking in with my team. This is about doing performance evaluations. All these things go into team coordination. The more my team is on the same page, the more they're bought into the vision, the more prepared they are to do their job at a high level, the more I work on their personal development, the better they're going to deliver the show or participate in the game that's going to bring joy and happiness to every single person that comes into contact with my business. If they're ill-prepared and not ready, that show is not going to be as effective. So think about this. What would you do if you went to a play and no one had memorized their lines? What if you went to the theater and you thought you were going to see Rent and no one knew what the lines were? They were reading it. You would be pissed. You would be upset. Now, I'm not a theater fan, but you would be upset by that. I can only imagine. So team coordination and preparation is is critical. If you don't have time set aside for this, you need to have time set aside for that. Number four, <clears throat> getting people to the show or the game. So marketing is important. I've got to let people know that there's a show or there's a game going on with all due respect to Kevin Costner and Field of Dreams. It's a great movie. I love it. But if you build it, it doesn't mean they're going to come. It, they're only going to come if you build it and you market the shit out of it so people know it exists and they want to come and you've given them a compelling value proposition to see the show or to come to the game or whatever it is that you're doing so that they actually get up off their couch, get in their car and drive to see you or call you or whatever it is that they're needing to do in order to participate in what you have to offer. You've got to let people know that there's something going on that they need to participate in, and that's where marketing comes into play. And there's a lot of different ways that we market inside and outside of our business. That's great, but we should be doing all of that 
if we want to be truly effective and take our business to the next level. So let me go over those elements again. Planning, which is a lot of systems and processes, operations. Number two, new ideas and strategies. Number three, team coordination, getting everyone on the same page. Number four, getting people to the game or the show or, in essence, marketing your business. Those things have to happen. So think about this. Just to kind of further this analogy, and I kind of alluded to it when I talked about team coordination, but what would a game or a show look like if no one prepared for it? And quite frankly, there's a lot of business owners that don't prepare for the show. What would it look like if no one prepared for it? You would have people who didn't know their assignments. You'd have games where people didn't know plays. People weren't executing. It would be a mess. Now, at some level, it would be okay, and things would function at a certain level, but it wouldn't be as good as it could be, and it would lose a lot of entertainment value as a result of that. It would be totally chaotic. How good would a team do if only one person tried to take it upon themselves to win? So I know a lot of business owners who are the rugged individual who they put the burden of all of the success and failure of their business on their shoulders, and they just tell people, get behind me because here we go. And think about that in a game situation. Let's think about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, greatest basketball player ever. I mean, I don't care who you are. He's the greatest basketball player ever. Think about Michael Jordan. Even Michael Jordan needed Steve Kerr, B.J. Armstrong, and people like that to help them win games. Now, Michael Jordan is a bastard to me because I'm a Utah Jazz fan, and I can still remember him hitting the game-winning shot over Brian Russell in the finals to win the NBA championship. But as many times as he's done that, and even though he pushed off, he still made the shot, as many times as he's done that, I can tell you as many other times as he's deferred to a teammate or had a teammate take the big shot to win the game because Michael Jordan understands that it's about team. It's about getting the whole team coordinated, and that's what brought ultimate success to the Chicago Bulls. When Michael Jordan first started out, scored a lot of points, did a lot of great things, made it to the playoffs, but he lost to better teams. When they learned how to be a team, they performed much better. And if you think about it, you know, using the NBA analogy, think about someone like Carmelo Anthony. And Carmo- Carmelo Anthony, who plays for the New York Knicks, he's one of those guys where you say, look, if you never want to see the ball again, pass the ball to Carmelo Anthony. Because once you pass it to him, that's it. It's like a black hole. No one's ever going to see the ball again. And therefore, Carmelo Anthony takes a lot of grief from people for not being a team player and Quite frankly, he's not that successful as an NBA basketball player. Not that successful, regardless of how many personal accolades he has. Quite frankly, his teams have never been all that great. They've never been a serious contender for an NBA championship. And so, regardless of how good you are, you've got to prepare for the show. You've got to prepare your team for the show. And if you think about your business like a theater performance or a ballet performance, or a musical performance, or a sports game, you will know that preparation is key. We can't show up to the game and just hope that it works out, because if we do, sometimes it might work out, but there'll be a lot of other times where it doesn't work out, and that's very frustrating. And so when we talk about implementing this and making it a reality, that's why rhythms are so important. We've got to have rhythms for when we market. We've got to have rhythms for when we work on the business and creating that space. 
we can't do it when we have time left over. Because you and I both know that that time left over never, ever comes. And if you look at your schedule right now and you say, Brandon, I don't have the time in my schedule right now to work on my business. It's just not possible. I'm too busy. Then my suggestion to you is you figure out a way to create that time and space. And if you don't have coaching to help you with that, then you should get coaching to help you look at your blind spots and identify ways that you can uncover time so that you can work on your business. Because if you continually to show up to the show half prepared, you're not going to put your best foot forward. You're robbing your team and yourself of your ability to really express your value in the ultimate way. So I hope that analogy is helpful in working on the business and working in the business. If you have questions, go to newworkrevolution.com, check it out, ask me in the contact form any questions, uh, I'll get back to you, I promise. And if you want to check out the four ways to create value course, go to newworkrevolution.com forward slash N as in Nancy, W-R, course. You can check out the free course there by putting in your name and email. So I want to thank you for listening this week. This is Brandon Allen from the New Work Revolution podcast. I'm signing off. I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.